0: Hello friends, welcome back to episode number 38 of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Gingrich, and once again I'm fired up to come here and answer a question that I've been getting from my community. And so I believe that this is going to be really exciting content. Before we dive in, I just want to remind you guys it is March the 23rd. So you're gonna hear this on April the 1st or after of 2020. We are currently in the middle of last week, which Was coronacation. And this week we have switched from coronacation in this house to corona crisis. So our kids are home. So I'm telling you this right now. Number one, just to give us perspective, if you're listening to this after, April 1st, 2020, but also to let you know, to give me some grace, if you hear my kids bickering in the background, my husband playing his guitar, my husband on a conference call, my dog barking, there are four of us in a house, and I typically work when my kids and my husband are at work and at school respectively, so just real talk for real times. Before we get to this content, I want to remind everybody that we are in an economic A new economic day. And I believe that I am surrounded and I attract people who are leaders. You have taken a risk to get into business, and that risk it has become a challenging one in the last few days, few weeks. So I want to just admire, send you some admiration for taking the risk, for being the leaders in your communities, in your families, in the industries that you're in, and let you know that I see you. People see you. Stand tall. Be confident. Stay aware, be realistic, but just know I'm your champion. If you are at a place where you're really doubting yourself, you're having really strange and uncomfortable thoughts, I want you to definitely hit me up. I'm getting the support that I need so that I can show up for you. And I just invite you to leverage me in that same way. So here's the deal. This episode today is really about how this crisis affects your team and affects the decisions that you're having to make in your team. I have so many business friends that are reaching out to me. And honestly, in the last two weeks, well, technically, I think we're on day 11 here of being self-quarantined, which is a long time for an extrovert with two extroverted children, but we're making it. But in those 11 days, I have received an email a text, a Voxer, a Facebook message, a phone call from lots of previous clients. So if you're new to me, maybe this content is new, maybe this is new, maybe you're new to what I do, but I help businesses grow and scale by helping them with their operations. So setting up good systems and processes, expanding their teams, managing big projects and bringing new new and innovative products to life. That is how I have become really a leader in this operational industry. So that has led me to have lots and lots of deep relationships with clients over the past four years. So those clients have been reaching out to me this week saying, you know, it's a very heavy time. It is an anxious, anxiety-filled, heavy, unnerving, really sensitive time, and these leaders are reaching back out to people who have made them feel trusted and comfortable in the past. So that is why I've been hit up by lots and lots of good friends, old clients, And the, I would say, three times last week that I can remember just off the top of my head, I had some friends reach out to me and say, I've got to cut my entire team. This crisis is going to take all my revenue away, and there's no way I'm going to be able to continue to pay my team. Oh, my goodness. I will never forget the first one. Well, I won't for a long time. I was out for a walk, and I got this frantic message. And I said, in the depths of me, I knew right then, oh my gosh, how can I convey to people that this is not the way to go? And then slowly over the week, I continue to hear that over and over and over. So today I'm gonna share with you my thoughts, my strategy, this is the most important thing, is if you know me, I'm gonna come to you with a one, two, three, four on what you should do in this time, and today I'm going to focus all around how to make responsible decisions when you're feeling the need to cut your team because of this crisis. All right, let's dive in. And as we dive in, I want to remind you, we're going to go through five steps, but four of them are applicable to cutting your team, or if you should cut your team, I should say. And those four steps are sequential, meaning you can't go to the next one until you've done the the previous one. So we're going to start with number, this is how crazy I am. I almost said we're going to start with number four, (laughs) but number one, because we go one, two, three, four, (laughs) number one, I want you to evaluate your cash reserves. I am telling you this not in a place of judgment, but I don't know who's on the other end of this, who's listening to this and everyone's going to run their businesses differently If you have been reinvesting some money back into your business and not using that money, basically creating what some people would call a rainy day fund or a slush fund, I want you to look and see how much money you have in your cash reserves. Now, The majority of people that I'm talking to are like, yeah, right, that I have no cash reserves. I've never even considered a cash reserve. So that's another conversation for another time. I am not coming to this with any sort of judgment. I am coming here today to help you make a responsible decision on what to do with your team when you know you've got to cut expenses. So the first thing is evaluate your cash reserves. What is that number? It may be zero and that's okay. I want you to look in the same step, same step number one. I want you to look at what your burn rate is. When I say burn rate, with what you have in your bank right now, how long can you continue to pay all of your expenses, your team, your overhead, your tools? How long, how many pay periods, how many weeks or months can you pay people without hitting zero? That's your burn rate. So I want you to first Take a look, see what your reserves are, if you have any. Second of all, what is your burn rate? How long can you go before you can't pay yourself or anyone else? That's step number one. Step number two, it's time to trim the fat. Ladies, we have been blessed with an amazing economy over the last decade. And through that, we have made different types of decisions. We may have been greater risk takers. We may have built a team before we should have. We may have automated. We may have overinvested in things. And we can't take any of that back. You did the best thing you knew to do at that time, just like I have. Business is an art. It is not a science. When I say that, I mean that we do the best. We make the best, most solid decisions that we can. And at the end of the day, we have to be responsible for that. So step number two is trim your fat. You probably have more fat than you would like. And no pun intended here. (laughs) You probably have more fat than you would like. I want you to trim it. I want you to go to QuickBooks, go to your credit card statements, go to your bank statements, go to PayPal, go anywhere. I would love if you already have all of this compiled into one resource like QuickBooks, but if you don't, this is the time. I want you to go in there and look at every single expense. Become aware of what your spending habits have looked like. At this time, I want you to make a list of any tool that you have been using, like any system, any tool, anything that's brought you automation. What are you spending money on there? In these days of having fat cash or having fat businesses, in the last few years that we've had a really, really strong economic boom. We've probably purchased things that we really didn't need, but maybe they were flashy. Maybe they were, they were just something that made you feel like it could solve a problem right then. But as the world turns, we ended up not utilizing them to their greatest potential or at all. I know I certainly had. I went back this last week and did this. I want you to trim the fat. I want you to write down every single expense. I want you to look at it critically. And in this number two, in the step number two, we're talking about systems and tools. We have not got to the people part yet because I want you to save your people. And I'm gonna tell you why in just one second. If you have tools that are not serving you today, as you find those tools in your expense sheet or that list of expenses that you're making, if you're not using them, 100% or there's a cheaper alternative to those, I want you to highly consider either deleting it, canceling the service. Before you do that, don't just go to a cheaper service because there's going to be a cost to you to move that over, whether you're gonna have to pay somebody else to move it over or it's going to be your time. First line of defense, any tool you're not using, I want you to get rid of it. If there is a tool that you don't have to use, but it's been convenient, critically look at it. That would be the second thing I would want you to trim. And then lastly, if there's any tool in your business that you've been using because it's just been comfortable, but you don't really even know what it's doing for you, what value it's bringing for you, you've got to critically assess it, and maybe today is the time to cut it back. If you have some cash reserves and you are leveraging some tools a whole lot, let's look at Acuity. For me, Acuity is a big, big tool. SamCart is a big, big tool in my business. My website is a big tool. So those are the tools in my business that I'm going to save. So if you could just do an audit of the tools and systems in your business, figure out which ones you need, which ones you haven't been using, and then make some cuts right there. The ops activity of this episode number 38 is for you to come into theopsinsiders.com. Go to theopsinsiders.com. That's our private community specific for the content on this podcast. And I want you to tell me how much you found, how much money you found in tools and systems that you are eliminating. I also want you to look at subscriptions and recurring costs. Make sure that you actually need those. So you're going to have to look for more than the last, you know, four weeks or, or your last billing cycle. I want you to go back all the way to one year. righty. now step number three. This is the point, after you've done steps one and two, this is the point where I want you to start considering your team's cost. At this point, if you still don't have enough cash reserves to feel comfortable, I want you to start to look at your team. Who is on your team? Who is adding value? Who can't you live without? Now I want you to look at that with all perspective on what value they bring to your business and how much you need them and look to see if you can cut their hours, If they've been working on some projects that are not going to roll out for a while, ladies, let's cut them back a few hours. I would much rather you cut hours before you cut the position entirely. And one thing I want to warn you, and I've heard this this week with friends that are reaching out to me, I do not believe in these businesses we should be cutting across the board 10%, 20%, 50%. You can't do this across the board in a small business. Everybody has a different weight and a different importance level in your business and in your ability to show up as a brand and to make transactions. The closer the person is to the transaction, you're probably gonna wanna keep those people on at the same capacity. Those that are further away from the transaction, you may wanna cut their hours a little bit. This is gonna allow you to give yourself a little bit more cushion in these weeks. Now, the fourth step is once you've gone step one, two, three, now we're gonna look at cutting staff entirely. Again, this is not every single teammate this is the people who the people that are further away from the transaction. If you don't need graphic design right now, once you get to this point, you've explored 1, 2 and 3, you've cut back their hours, you're seeing that you don't have work for them, now it's time to cut them completely. Maybe that's a copywriter and you can take over those those roles for a little bit. Maybe it's a business manager, maybe it's an operator, I don't know. Typically operators and marketers are the closest to the transaction. So I just want you to look at your team objectively. Some of it could be based on skill. Some of it could be placed on how close they are to to the transaction. And sometimes they're just not a good fit and you've been hanging on to them just because you've gotten comfortable. So only when you get to this point, consider cutting somebody in their entirety. But at this point, it is really important for you to make a matrix. If you've got six people on your team, I want you to order and prioritize those positions in a ranking style. So who is the most critical to your team? Who is the least critical to your team? Again, I look at this as closest to the transaction. I would start at the bottom and cut that person entirely. Okay? Again, this is after you've cut their hours and saved a little bit of money. That's when you finally get to step number 4. You are doing yourself a massive disservice by going all the way from 0 to 4, which is what I've been hearing all week long. So, with lots of communicating with lots of helping people understand why that's the wrong decision to make, I have come up with these four steps. Do not jump to step number 4. That may be your gut, that may be your the way that you're responding to crisis. Let me tell you why it's not a great idea. If The reason that you've gotten to this point in your business is because you likely had a passion that became a profit off of your hard work. Then you grew your team. Hey, maybe you grew it too fast. Maybe you grew with too many people. Who knows? We're not here to talk about that right now. We're here to figure out how to contain your expenses so that you can stay alive during this crisis. If you got to the point where you have a team, you were ready to scale your business. You were ready to grow and to remove yourself from the business. So during times like this, where we are going to be pinched from a dollar perspective, we may not be bringing in as much money. We may, you know, we're just in a different state. We're gonna have to figure out how to scale this back. I believe that you've gotta go through steps one, looking at what your burn rate is, become educated, trim the fat, cut staff hours, and then prioritize and fully cut staff. That's steps one through four. But the reason you don't go immediately to step number four is you wanted to scale your business. You are going to scale your business with people. The only way for you to remove yourself from the directing to the leading is to bring people in to do the work for you. Now, if you remove everybody from your business, you have got to go back to the basics, that means you're not going to, you're going to decrease your production level. You're going to production as in products. You're also going to decrease your productivity. You cannot do everything that your business has been doing because if you've got six people that are at least working 20 hours a week, it's impossible for you to work 120 hours this week, right? You cannot maintain excellence by going from 120 120 to zero hours or just 20 hours if you stayed in the business. So remember all the time that you spent training these people. They have helped you to scale a business. They have helped you to create space so that you could be the brand. They've helped you in moving things faster, further than you could alone. They have brought expertise. Do not forget that when your mind goes to the place, the protective place of, I've got to get rid of everybody because I can't feed everyone right now. I believe you can feed them. I believe that you're going to need to stagger the amount of expenses that you're putting out and bring it down slowly and not drastically because none of us know how long we're going to be in this chaos. The economy is going to come back. That is one thing that we have learned over the last hundred years. The economy will come back, but for the first time in my history, we have no idea We have zero control. We don't have any prediction on when that's going to happen. Now, a lot of economists are saying that, I mean, you can hear this on both sides. My belief right now is that we've got six to 10 weeks of hardness. So that's another reason. If this is short term, I don't want you to burn down the ship. If you burn down the building And it's time for people, and people are ready to put money in your pockets, and you can't fulfill because you've let everybody go, you're not going to be able to help as many people. Please do not allow yourself to go from zero all the way to four, which is cutting your staff. All righty, another thing. Remember the time that it took you to get this team operational. I don't want you to lose that. They also helped you to scale. You would not have been able to scale your business without these people. I don't want you to lose traction there. And then the third thing that these folks have done for you is help you create better systems. They've helped you to innovate on products, systems, projects. That's what team does. That's what collective spirit, collective talent does. You move faster, further by having different points of view. Now, I'm a realist and I understand I can't continue to pay everybody in the exact same way either. So I want you again going back to step number four, prioritize those people, the ones that are closer to the transaction are going to be higher, the ones further from the transaction are going to be on the end. And remember, let's just go back to the example I gave earlier. If you're going to cut the graphic designer, it doesn't mean that you're never going to employ them again. Let them know. They know. I mean, they're hearing this. We're all hearing this. There are people who are cutting services. So if you choose to go down this path and the person that you cut is in good standing with you, this doesn't mean that they're never going to be a part of your team again. This also doesn't mean that you don't have a very small project that they can do for you. So maybe consider Going from a retainer to possibly a project based relationship with them. Maybe you need 10 graphics created for an upcoming program that you're about to put out. Maybe you want all your social images done for the next 30 days and you can give them that project. But at the same time, they're giving you something that you are going to use. And you're not going to have to have the responsibility of paying them long-term or on a retainer status. So that's steps number one through four. Not until you get to number five, which has nothing to do with your team, but I believe that step number five may happen, and I just wanna tell you this. Step number five is reducing your pay. That is the last thing in my personal plan. I am going to do steps number one through four before I ever get to reducing my income. And I know that this is hard. And I know a lot of the people that follow me and are in this market are coming and they have businesses because they serve a population out of the depths of their heart. There's a lot of service providers that are listening to this right now. You cannot forget the only person that's going to take care of you is you and from my heart to yours, protect your salary all the way to the very end. Now, if you've got to take a personal pay cut, again, stagger that. Come down 10%, then 20%, then 30%, all right? But don't go straight from one to four. Actually, better yet, don't prioritize reducing your salary before everybody else's. Now, I know other people are not, not every single person's going to agree with that. This is my philosophy on how you and a framework of how you can make responsible decisions for retaining your profits, keeping them in your business so your business can stay afloat during this crisis. I hope that this has been really, really helpful for you. I've been doing lots and lots and lots of long walks. And those long walks, I'm talking like hour and a half walks. And for the first 30 minutes of those walks, I have not allowed any podcasts. I have not allowed any songs. It's been what I've been calling my silent walk. And during these silent walks, of course, business is coming to the forefront quite a bit because that's how we provide for our families. And we're getting into that flight or fright scenario, right? And so I've been thinking like, what can I do? How can I support you guys? What are the necessary things? And I've been getting such rich, to me, rich and valuable content that I'm bringing right here, not only to this podcast, but also to my Facebook page. If you would like to follow me on Facebook, I would love to see you. You can find me at The Ops Authority, to no surprise. (laughs) I would love to see you there. I'm going to be going live on a more regular basis just to make sure that you have an outlet. You have A coach, a friend, a mentor who understands, who's empathetic to the situation, who you can come to with no judgment. And it is my goal, my deepest desire right now to help you save and preserve the hard money, the hard intellectual property, the business that you have built that has provided so much joy, so many financials, so much stability for your family. We will get there. I am convinced that I am surrounded by some of the best and I'm going to continue to pour into you. I need you to continue to show up and encourage me in the exact same way. With every episode of The Ops Authority, I have an Ops activity for each week. I mentioned it earlier in the episode, but if you weren't able to take notes or take this action, here's your chance. I want you to go to theopsinsider.com, and that is our private community. It's on Facebook, but that's where we continue the conversation that we're having here. So For the last 28 minutes, we've been talking about what to do to preserve your finances, not only your finances, but your team, your structure during this crisis, we're gonna continue that conversation in the Ops Insiders. So join us at theopsinsiders.com. The activity I have for you this week is to come in there and tell me how much money you found in step number two when we talked about trimming the fat How much money you found that you could reinvest back into your business by getting rid of some of the expenses and some of the tools, the systems, the automations, and maybe even subscriptions that you have in your business that you are not utilizing, that you've never taken advantage of, or they don't fully support you. So what I want to see is a dollar amount that's been returned to your business. Ladies, thank you so much for being here. I'm going to be back in one week. I am just fired up right now to help you, to pour into you, to save myself, to save my own business, but also to share whatever it is that I'm using, the practices that I have made for myself, sharing them back with you. Thanks so much for being here. And ladies, stay strong, stay clean, wash those hands, and be the person that you coach others to be.